0: This episode brought to you by One OnePurse and The Nurture Place. You've just joined in the stillness with Dawn Strobeck. In the deep dwelling place where stillness settles your heart and refreshes your soul, where the voice of God is just a little more lucid and a little less clouded, He waits to hold this sacred space just for you. just joined in the stillness with Don Strobeck. Today's session is entitled Remaining in Him. And we're going to talk about what that means. That scripture um, passage from John 15, 1 through 8 is what we're going to highlight today. As I read the following scripture passage, I want you to just notice how many times the word remain is used. I am the true grapevine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit, so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. This precious passage are the words of Christ at the Last Supper. Jesus was taking a moment to minister to the disciples, who would no doubt be lost in grief and fear after the crucifixion. Jesus knew that his time was near when he shared in the verse preceding, I don't have much time to talk to you because the prince of this world approaches. He knew. He knew that he was about to be crucified and that his disciples would be tested beyond what they were able to handle without him. He wanted to choose words that were Comforting, encouraging, meaningful, and lasting. He knew that these were some of the last words he would speak to his friends before he died. Those words would be forever etched in their memories. Jesus keeps using the words remain to remain What does he mean? What is he really trying to tell his followers? What is he really trying to say to you? After all, this message isn't just for them. It's for you. It's for me. You are the disciple Jesus left behind. He knew things would be hard. He wants you to carry on his mission But you won't be able to do that if you are apart from him. You won't be able to even care for yourself very well, let alone others without him. What does it mean to be attached to him like a branch is to a vine? Well, the way I tend to look at this is, how does a baby attach to her mama? Think about what it means to be attached to someone be dependent upon that person for emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being. Well, I think most Christians believe they are fully attached to Christ. It is an intentional process that has to happen as we rid ourselves of the crutches we use in life. Yours may be Addiction to alcohol or human praise. You might find yourself sometimes struggling with depression or anxiety. We all have something that keeps us from attaching, but what are we doing about it? Are we letting it just be? Our journey is a hard one. And Christ validated this when he said to Thomas, Blessed are those. Who believe and have not seen. That's us. Thomas wanted to examine the wounds in Christ's side and collect the data for himself that Christ had risen. But what about you and me? We didn't get to walk through gardens and climb dusty roads with Christ. We didn't get to enjoy long times at the table in fellowship with him. Wouldn't that be awesome? eating and resting on Jesus' chest like John did. We didn't get to gather with the multitudes and really see him with our earthly eyes and hear the swish of his robe as he walked by, or hear his strong, pure voice as he told his stories. We didn't get to feel his earthly embrace as he greeted and welcomed his followers into communion with him. We didn't get to look into those deep, warm eyes. (laughs) Eyes of love and then just drink him in. So how do we remain in him? Well, we begin to bring our need to him in whatever way that need appears today. And he will meet us there. We will have those moments of knowing him intimately. He will be there. We may or may not feel a physical sensation as we come into fellowship with him. Some people do. But we will feel his peace when we truly meet with him. Let that peace bond you to him. Just As it is in the mother's peace, her nurture, her meeting of needs causes her child to bond. Allow Christ's presence, Christ's peace to bond you to him. Remaining in him means we bring it like it is. We come to him raw, undone, angry, out of sorts, depressed, used up, emotionally or spiritually confused, lonely, weary, hard pressed, and he will invade your circumstances and bring peace. Remaining in him is only possible if we risk, trust, and wait for him to tenderly love us in the midst of our chaos. I want you to just listen for just a moment. Close your eyes. And I'm going to speak to you as if I feel like this, as if God was speaking. These are my words. But I feel like I can hear him say this. My tender one, give it all to me. Don't hold back because you feel silly or embarrassed. Just let the little girl tears come. I will tend to you no matter how big or small the problem. It doesn't matter to me. You matter to me. Your heart matters to me. I want you to know that I will never abandon you or forsake you. I know at times it feels that way, but I can reassure you that I am faithful to you. My nature does not allow me to be unfaithful. I am the God that never goes away and that will never change his mind about you. You are mine. Your life Every bit of it matters to me. Big and small, joys and sorrows, even your annoyances. I love.